Hello, and welcome to the Persephone program for 11-11-20. Today is November 11th, 2020, um, and I am speaking to you from Las Vegas, Nevada, where we heard today that our governor does want to have a kind of a, another sort of a lockdown. Um, it's called like stay home 2.0 where uh, he's requesting that people stay home for two weeks to try and keep COVID-19 in check. Cause it looks like uh, there's another resurgence, which of course astrologers have been talking about for a while. It seems as if the, the peaks of COVID-19, a lot, many of them have come around some of the astrological connections, um, you know, and specifically Jupiter conjunct Pluto, which is essentially going to be exact tomorrow, but that is certainly of in, in orb today. Um, and the very first Jupiter-Pluto conjunction was the first week of April. The second was around the solstice in June. And here we have the third and final conjunction. So we're in a kind of a difficult week. And I want this episode, I'm going to call this episode, It's Always Darkest Before the Dawn. Because I want to talk to you a little bit about what I see astrologically, um, you know, uh, what I see coming up, perhaps some silver linings, as my dear friend Janine said, what are the silver linings? Um, and, you know, just sort of shout out to, you know, my friend Brooke Albrigo. We had a great conversation today about, um, staying centered and grounded in this time of illusion, delusion and difficulty, both real and imagined. Um, and it's just, it's, it's important for each of us to, as always stay grounded, but especially right now. Cause I mean, what I see is that, um, some of the most difficult points of the year are being emphasized right now and we are going to move out of it. And let me explain to you, um, why, and also why it's not going to be, you know, suddenly it's full on smooth sailing again. I used the analogy of turbulence on an airplane earlier this year to talk about like, okay, it's turbulent, but you know you're going to be okay. Um, and I do think we will be okay. I do think that for the most part, um, this nation, uh, our general populace will survive this time, but um, we do need to address certain things and we cannot necessarily be passive about that, whether it's you personally addressing your own fears, your own, um, you know, the waking up to reality, whatever that may be, or us collectively actually taking action to um, take back control, you know, of our government from those that we feel are steering us in the wrong direction, whatever that may be, your truth is your truth. And it's important that you stay grounded in it whilst asking yourself the questions, those, the four questions. Is it true? Number one. Number two, how do I know that it is true? And number three, what would I do without this belief? You know, 
Um, and number four, finally, like turn it around. So um, turn the belief around if it's not serving you. Okay. All right. So there's some babbling, but um, today on 11.11, we're dealing with, we have a beautiful moon in Libra, which is nice. Um, however, that, that moon um, in Libra will, by the time it moves into uh, Scorpio, square Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn which will happen tomorrow night. Um, so it may get a little bit dark and tomorrow might be a tough day. I know that today, you know, a lot of people have been reaching out to me on social media, uh, really scared um, because of some of the claims that Trump is making in regards to recounts and rigging the election and stealing the election and all of these types of things. And what's interesting is that Today, um, the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction is at 22 degrees, the same degree as the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in January. So we're actually going back to the beginning of this year right now from an energetic standpoint, especially in regards to um, our belief systems, uh, the, the things that are falling apart, um, power, mortality, death, there's so much going on and it is very frightening to think that we haven't yet broken free. And that's a process that's going to take some time. But um, this is, I want to remind you, this is the final Jupiter-Pluto conjunction. And Pluto um, will be in Capricorn for a couple more years, uh, then move to Aquarius. But we do have Jupiter and Saturn moving out of Capricorn this year and conjuncting on the 21st, this the winter solstice. So do not worry, okay? However, however, we do have this week of culmination. It's go, we're going back to the beginning. We're talking about what was going on in January. We're talking about ideas of impeachment. We're talking about, um, you know, uh, belief and disbelief in coronavirus. We're talking about uh, many different things that happened at the beginning of this year. And so we're revisiting all of that now. Now, the next thing that's going to happen astrologically this week is Mars is finally turning direct after months and months in retrograde um, position. And there is something that I want to mention about Trump. Trump has Mars conjunct his ascendant, and he is an extremely martial person. If anyone thinks about Trump other than his, you know, shadow side of Gemini, you know, uh, two-sidedness, two um, he he's extremely martial. He's a bullying person. And in many ways, as the head of our state, he is an exemplification of Mars and especially Mars retrograde right now. So he has been very pent up and he is going to be direct. And um, Mars, you know, is turning direct at 15 degrees um, of Aries. And it's still, I want to say, squared by... Um, and going to, we are going to have a final Mars and Saturn square in Capricorn. It's kind of, um, it, Mars is not in good position to be able to break free from its constriction restriction. 
And if you think of Trump as like the exemplification of Mars and Mars not being able to, you know, work his typical, you know, bulldozing magic, um, I want you to feel that you are actually, you know, going to be okay. Because even though he may scream and he may yell, um, which I think is very likely, and that he will continue to do that, that um, he will not be able really to um, to break free uh, from the constriction of Saturn and Saturn's um, power, which is the government and the authority and things like that. Um, so we do have Mars Direct, and there's going to be a little bit more of a flow, I think, um, but it leads into the new moon in Scorpio, okay? Um, the new moon in Scorpio is fairly simple. It doesn't have a lot of um, difficult uh, placements. Um, you know, Mar we, we do have, you know, Mars and Aries squaring Pluto and Capricorn, um, but we also have Mars and Aries opposing Venus and Libra. And so there is going to be a little bit of a struggle to stay positive because whenever we have um, a lunation in Scorpio, there is kind of like a deep dive into its archetypal energetic force. And with Mars and Pluto as co-dispositors of this moon, there's going to be this energy of frustration, again, with Mars trying to break free, uh, opposing Venus and Libra, which is like, Venus and Libra is very much about, you know, um, fairness, justice, equality, and the truth. Uh, you know, I think that Mars is not in, not in a strong position, even though it is a co-dispositor, meaning it is, rules the moon. Um, the new moon in Scorpio asks you to dive deep uh, into its messages. Um, it, the new moon in Scorpio also is sextile um, Jupiter and Pluto. So also like really um, getting a lot of help, I guess, from the depth of the truth. So this is an opportunity for you to uh, create rituals and to allow yourself to kind of like go deep into your own underworld place, even if that is a place of fear in order for you to bring the light of your consciousness into what it is that you're fearing. As you know, as you may know, that which you resist persists. So it is important that you address any fears that you have right now and just really face them head on, knowing that you have the strength and ability to do something about them. There's an, um, a feeling of like taking action. So if you want to take action against um, some of the issues in regards to feeling oppressed about the election, there are opportunities for you to call um, senators for you to get involved. This is a very important factor right now in our time that people all get involved in the democratic process. So I would suggest that you do that. I would suggest that you face your fears and I would ask for you to do, you know, some shadow work if you can for the new moon. Um, 
you know, asking for your fears to come up to be resolved, um, facing them, looking at, at your own, whatever you consider to be your own shadows and like dismissing them with the light of your consciousness, um, or just holding space for the fact that like as humans, we each have a shadow side, you know, whether it is, I, I, there's, I like to call it like the seven deadly sins. I like to use the seven deadly sins and I go through them all. I don't know if you know what they are, you know, if it's like, what is it like? Envy, lust, wrath, um, gluttony, sloth. Uh, what are the other ones? Pride, I think. Um, there's one more. I don't know if you know what it is. But um, I kind of go through them and I'm like, okay, what? which ones are mine? And mine are pride and gluttony. Okay, those are like definitely two big ones for me. And so I really, when I do some shadow work, I, I, I know that I know that I definitively need to go into those two places, like in general. Um, and really kind of like work on that. Like, how can I shed some of my pride? How can I shed some of my, my desire to, when I feel weak, to indulge, you know? And it may not always be in food. It may be like that, you know, I want to drink an entire bottle of wine because I deserve it or something like that, you know? But whatever that may be. But it's, it's an excellent exercise in trying to like seek out aspects of yourself that you are perhaps fearful of or that you know um, do not serve your best interest. Not that we need to be perfect. Not that we need to, I do not in any way, shape or form think that that is true. I just think that in the process of self-improvement, it is essential to look at oneself in a very holistic and objective way. And that's what astrology does. I wouldn't bring this up if I wasn't, you know, talking about something that I think is very much in keeping with what astrology does, which is provide us with an objective observance of aspects of our own consciousness, of our own self, uh, for the ability for us to um, improve, refine, use, etc. It's helpful. Okay, so Jupiter. Pluto conjunction at 22 degrees, the same degrees as the Saturn-Pluto conjunction that really started off this year. That's happening right now. New moon in Scorpio this weekend on the 15th. Um, the actual date for us here in um, in the, the Pacific time zone is November 14th, sorry, at 9.07 p.m. So if you're on the East Coast, it's at midnight on the 15th. If you're on the West Coast, it's at 9 p.m on November 14th. Mars direct, new moon in Scorpio. Really nice if you are a Scorpio. This is probably a day where you really feel like you can start a something new. So wherever you have Scorpio at 23 degrees or if today's your birthday, I don't know if my friend Eva Poloni is listening to this, but happy birthday, Eva. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Um, so that's happening on this weekend. So I know I'm going to do, I have um, this lunation in my 11th house of community and friends and, and activism, the natural house of Aquarius. So I'm going to write out wishes for the world. I am going to write, consciously create a wish list for what I want to see in the world. Um, and as well as like reach out to um, people in my community that, you know, because we all haven't had the opportunity to be together physically, just tell people, you know, that I'm here and I love them and that kind of thing. 
Um, so where's your Scorpio 23 degrees? Um, find out where that is and write out some, some intentions and some wishes uh, this Saturday or Sunday morning. Um, on the 28th, something else is happening, which is Neptune is finally turning direct. Now I've mentioned to you before that Neptune and Pisces a lot describes a lot of the um, confusion, illusion, and delusion in our collective. Many people have asked, why are conspiracy theories so rampant right now? Why do typically semi-sane people seem to believe that Democrats are part of a cabal or Tom Hanks is part of a cabal that like drinks the blood of babies. This sounds insane. Okay. Not sane. A lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, astrology represents archetypal energetic forces in the collective or in our consciousness, both personally and collectively. So it's kind of like, you can think of it like this, like we're all we are all a part of something together and we all experience reality personally too. And this collective, this zeitgeist, um, has certain types of energetic forces that change and move. You can call it fashion, style, you know, etc. And a lot of the outer planets are very indicative because they take so long to move of the types of energies that are in our collective. And we pick up on them personally. And so Neptune and Pisces has been a lot about um, the idea of victims and martyrs, um, the idea, the um, illusory aspect of Neptune in Pisces, its natural sign that it rules, is just so elusive. So the truth seems elusive. Our belief system seems elusive. Um, and so this type of like highly ungrounded kind of energy, it's very ungrounded, is, and I had mentioned before that this was in play right prior to the United States Civil War, is really kind of bringing us to this place where we have, everything's turned upside down and we don't know what to believe. And, um, you know, even those of us that consider themselves to be grounded are in a place of, you know, maybe this is real, maybe it isn't, Maya, illusion, okay? Neptune turning direct will help to get information out there that is, I think, concrete. For instance, uh, when I was talking to Brooke earlier, she, she mentioned the four seasons, okay? We all know that there are four seasons. This is not something that we debate, there are certain universal truths that we consider that to be true. If somebody says, I don't believe in summer, I don't think that this is real. Um, you know, we do understand that, that that could be considered not sane, okay? Or not accepting a universally accepted truth. And so, <laughs> although I do believe that we each have our own, you know, reality, uh, you know, there are, there are universal truths, okay? And um, things that we each agree upon um, in our collective consciousness. And so Neptune turning direct in Pisces will allow some of these truths to come up, okay? Grounded truths that if you choose not to believe in, have no 
they are unfounded, if that makes sense. So Neptune in Pisces turning direct on the 28th. Excellent. Getting us a little bit more clear. Okay. Um, then we have our first of three lunar eclipses coming up and we have a lunar eclipse in Gemini. And so that is happening on the 30th. And um, that's our full moon, obviously, and it is a lunar eclipse. It is a partial lunar eclipse in Gemini. Now, this lunar eclipse, I think, is really important to bring us out of certain types also of delusion. And, and um, it does not, uh, you know, it isn't lost on me that, you know, that Trump is a Gemini and that I do believe that he will not be able to move forward um, after this full moon lunar eclipse. Um, but then we do have a solar eclipse two weeks later. Um, this is a, like I mentioned, this is a full moon lunar eclipse in Gemini. And then we have a new moon in Sagittarius. And I think it will take probably until December 14th and the new moon in um, Sagittarius to kind of bring us out of um, the confusion with the election. Um, but with Saturn changing to Aquarius and Saturn and Jupiter conjuncting in Aquarius, there is like a, there is this feeling of reform. Now in 2021, we will definitively have a much better year, but it doesn't mean the fight is over. It doesn't mean that we will not continue to reform and revolutionize our world. We will. So this is a long-term energetic reformation type energy. And it's going to take some time and it's going to take time to pull people out of illusion delusion, out of Maya. People are going to be galvanized um, when we have these Uranus squares to um, to uh, Saturn that's going to and Jupiter, that's going to be intense um, next year. And um, we'll be talking about those later. But for now, things kind of calm down for December, you know, after uh, the 14th. And then they, there's this massive rebirth energy on December 21st. So, you know, I don't want to say, it's funny because I asked um, myself, like, should I say trust, don't worry, trust. I don't want to say trust and don't worry. I want to say get involved. If you are worried, do something about it. Use Mars as an energy know that Saturn is Lord of this time. The process uh, will be um, respected ultimately, that um, the the Maya uh, will dissipate a bit with Neptune direct, um, that we will have a certain amount of justice coming up, and um, that we have a time period of reform um, and ahead of us. And that is refreshing. It isn't about oppression, okay? And I'm sorry, but I do see the Trump administration as an administration of repression and illusion. And, um, you know, I don't, I think that 
what we will see in 2021 is much more progressive, inclusive energy, which is good for everyone, whether you are a conservative or a progressive. A fairly new term, which actually began during a Saturn and Aquarius time period in the early 1900s, that name for reformers that came up then. So, uh, you know, this is the time for the progressive and do not try not to worry, but work towards your aims um, and work towards the ability to, to find and seek out your fears and work on them. You know, uh, look at ideas and belief systems and ask yourself the questions. Is it true? How do I know that it is true? Um, and what would I be without this belief, you know, and see what works for you, you know? I think that I personally know that we are living in kind of the, you know, an, an age of revolution, um, an age of a time where we need to break free. And I think that you know, in many ways, whether you are a progressive or conservative, you understand the need to break free from certain types of systems of oppression. I try and understand the other side's point of view when I'm, when I'm looking at people that are trying desperately to keep Donald Trump in power, and many of them are resisting what they consider to be something that they feel is unhealthy for them, you know? And in the beginning, when Trump was elected, I think a lot of it was about draining the swamp, you know, and about corruption in politics and, um, you know, tearing down Washington and governmental control. And it kind of turned into a situation where unfortunately, this con man conned everyone. Um, because that's not the case. In fact, he wants more authoritarian control, um, which is obvious by his, you know, desire to, you know, stay in power regardless of a fair election. But the intent is there, the intent to have individuals have freedoms. Um, and I think that we, everyone needs to be at the table. And I think every, I think that there will be more people at the table. There will be more inclusivity in 2021. And perhaps, perhaps that will help, um, some of, some of the, um, conservative or Republican party, the GOP. Um, others it won't because some of them are trying to hang on to entitlements and privilege that I think is impossible from what I see. However, of course, that's just my opinion. And as y'all know, opinions are like assholes, right? Everybody has one. So again, this is all just my opinion, but, um, it is based on you know, looking at something that I feel to a certain extent is fairly objective. Um, if you have questions, uh, if you are being, if you're being like in any way, shape or form highly tested by this time and you feel that you need support, reach out to me. I am not taking a lot of um, um, readings until December because I'm trying to finish the book. And it's coming along really, really well. And I really want to get it out for you guys as soon as possible. So the less readings I do, the easier it is for me to get this thing out fast. 
so that you have it. But um, remembering too that like looking towards the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, even though yes, it will be squaring Uranus, um, in 2021, it's still a hell of a lot better than Saturn Pluto conjunct, you know, so, uh, th this year has just been like probably one of the most difficult in, or the most difficult in the collective of my life. And that's saying a lot, not personally, but you know, just generally. Um, so we're doing, you're doing really well. Hang in there. Okay. Ask yourself if, is this true? How do I know that this is true? And focus your intent on what you want to manifest. We have a beautiful, strong new moon. Um, it's the perfect time to do it this, this, this weekend. Um, Mars turning direct this month. Uh, we had Mercury direct, Mars direct, Neptune direct, full speed ahead. Um, keep going. Things, things get better. Um, next week you'll feel, you'll probably feel a little bit better. And then the following week and the following week. Um, but they are at ahead right now. Um, right in keeping with the astrology reflecting as above, so below. All right. Well, that was kind of a meandering, um, as usual, me blabbing. Um, but, you know, I wanted to share my journey with you and sort of my thoughts on the rest of this year, keeping it small for Thanksgiving. Um, Christmas and New Year's will be a little bit different, also socially distant, but we'll begin the process of coming back to some systems that we'll be able to control our uh um, the outbreak, um, widespread outbreak. I definitely feel super good about the vaccines. I think technology will come in and help um, the coronavirus epidemic. Um, and that will allow us to come to some semblance of order um, within our lives with industries coming back slowly over the course of the next year. More soon, but... Um, Try, try and um, try and use your own mental, emotional direction of will to focus on what it is that you want to manifest. Take action to call your senators, get involved, but also do not worry. All is well. Believe it or not, all is well. That's what I keep getting. It's okay. Have a as beautiful of a day as you can. I am sending you light, love, um, understanding, hope, um, and more. It is always darkest before the dawn. But the dawn surely comes, as do the seasons. And the wheel is turning. So it's okay. And all will be well.